This is Financially Fit Radio with Corey Sickles from Safe Harbor Retirement Group. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Corey provides his clients and prospects with the information they need regarding Social Security, retirement income planning, wealth management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now, here is Financially Fit Radio with Corey Sickles. Hello and welcome back to Financially Fit Radio. My name is Corey Sickles from Safe Harbor Retirement Group and Wealth Advisors. If at any point during the show you want to learn more information, feel free to give us a call at 614-760-0670 or visit us online at safeharboroh.com. And while you're at our website, feel free to head on over to our radio page, check out past shows, and subscribe to our show on Apple Podcast, Google Play, or Spotify. That will ensure you're always kept up to date with our latest episodes. Now, today we're going to be looking at some common 401k rollover mistakes, as well as answering some questions about the details of these types of retirement plans. But first, let's welcome our co-host this week and every week, Tony Shore. Tony, how are you today? I am doing great, Corey. Thanks for having me on the show. Good to see you again. It's another beautiful day, and this is going to be a good one. 401k mistakes. I'm interested in that because, of course, my wife and I both have 401ks, and uh, most people I know have them. So uh, I'm looking forward to talking about that. But yeah, I've just been uh, busy, you know, with the kids as usual. football. It didn't go the way I wanted it to this past weekend, but how about you, Corey? How are you doing? Everything is going good. You know, uh, looking forward to fall football, you know, as well as, uh, and, uh, you know, doing some workshops, presentations for some prospects out there, but, you know, it's actually, fall becomes a really busy time here. Um, I think a lot of people start to focus on, um, you know, retiring and, and things like that. It seems like at the end of the year and, uh, uh, you know, so they can retire and have, you know, start the retirement here in 2020, which is hard to believe 2020 is right around the corner, but it really is. So, yeah, it's crazy how fast this year is just flying by. I agree. And I think not only retirement, but about saving and finances, you know, this is the time of year we start to look at, okay, taxes, uh, money for Christmas, our savings, that nest egg that we're going to use in retirement. And it kind of ties into talking about 401k plans today because, number one, almost everybody has a 401k or some type of um, deferred tax retirement vehicle account like a 401k. And But sometimes I get the sense, Corey, that they're just not understood that well. Well, you know, that's, that's really a great point, Tony. You know, especially the potential rollover mistakes that can happen as well. But let's start with the basics. You know, when you put money into a 401k account, you're essentially making a deal with the government. The government lets you deposit the money before you've paid taxes on it, and you agree to leave the money there until you retire, or at least close, you know, to that government-defined age of 59 and a half. Now, if you take the money out early, the government's gonna hit hit you where it hurts, and that's, of course, your wallet. And generally, you have to pay a 10% penalty tax and regular income tax, you know, if you do take it out before the age of 59 and a half. So obviously there are some rules that we need to be paying attention to. Um, And you always hear about, um, 
penalties, right? Yeah. Uh, 10% isn't peanuts, but it's uh, there is a 10% penalty there, right? Yeah, uh, Tony, you know, that's, that may, you know, may not sound like much to, you know, but consider that after taxes and penalties, you could be left with only about two thirds or less of your money. Plus, particularly if you are young, you're losing the growth potential that could, you know, really come from keeping your money in a retirement account. So while it might be tempting to consider your 401k a windfall, think carefully about cashing it out about those taxes. You know, how do you avoid full taxation, you know, on this money? The short answer is you can't. You know, back to that earlier agreement, the government has agreed not to tax your money when you put it in, but when you do retire and take distribution, the government is gonna take its share at that point in time. Mm. Uncle Sam seems to <laughs> always get a share eventually. And you know, the scary part is I don't even think he's really my uncle, Corey. <laughs> I don't think he's anybody's uncle. Yeah. To be truthful, right? But but you but but right. but that is true. He is going to get um, the the money at some point in time, right? The benefit to you is that your money was able to grow tax advantaged all the time while it was in deferral. So you can't control the fact that you you know you're going to pay taxes on your distributions, but you can control when and how you're going to pay them. And a rollover mistake could lead you to paying higher taxes on the entire amount. So here's how your 401k distributions are really viewed by the IRS as ordinary income. That's true, you know, whether you take $1 or 1 million, if the amount of distribution pushes you into a higher tax bracket, you'll end up paying the higher tax rate on everything above the new bracket threshold. So you really gotta be careful on when you start taking money out, you, you really need to make sure that you understand the tax implications with that. Right. And and tax implications play a big part in a lot of these retirement accounts, especially 401ks. Um, are there any ways to avoid that? Well, you know, there are a few ways, you know, Tony, around this. You know, many people plan to take their tax deferred distributions over time and in smaller amounts. Another solution is balancing withdrawals from a tax deferred account, as well as a tax advantage accounts like a Roth IRA or properly structured life insurance policies as well. Now, since those accounts include money that has already been taxed, they, they won't be treated as ordinary income that could help you control your tax bracket later in life. After all, much like in life, it's not about the money you make, but the money that you keep. And you know, I, we, we say that quite a bit, and that's why you really wanna make sure you're diverse with your overall investment strategy where you do have some potential for tax-free income as well as IRA, IRA money that will be taxed as well. Yeah, all these things that need to be taken into consideration and that's always a good reminder, the money you keep is of course the most important part. Uh, you're right there. What's another common mistake related to 401k plan? Well, Tony, another mistake deals with rollovers. When rolling over a 401k, you typically can choose between a direct rollover and an indirect rollover. Now with a direct rollover, your funds move directly from your 401k to your new IRA. The money never crosses your path. If possible, this option's preferable because likely it's your, your most mistake-proof option. Now, with an indirect rollover, you take possession of the money from your 401k and you're responsible for putting it into another 401k or other retirement account. This is where it gets tricky. While there are many rules and regulations associated with a 401k rollover, one of the most significant rules is the 60-day rule. What's the 60-day rule? What's that about? 
Well, Tony, this rule mandates that once you receive the money from your 401k, you must complete your rollover within 60 days or the IRS is gonna consider it an early withdrawal. So that's not only the potential drawback of any, you know, of, of an indirect rollover. When you withdraw your funds for an indirect rollover, your former employer typically is required to withhold 20% of the money for future taxes in case you don't complete the rollover. If you follow the rules, you'll receive the 20% back, but potentially not how you'd like, you know, really would want to. So let's, you know, let's just break it down using $200,000 as the amount of your 401k. So you receive a check for $160,000 or 80% of your 401k to roll over into your new account, while your former employer withholds 40% representing 20,000, you know, the 20% or $40,000. So let's say you do your job, follow the rules and put the 160 you received in an IRA within 60 days. The only way to avoid accidentally taking the other 40,000 as a distribution is to supplement it with the same amount of cash from your personal funds. That's the key here, your personal funds when you roll it over. Because as you recall, your employer was with, withholding that amount for future taxes. Right, and so, uh, that's complicated. It can get a little sticky here. So if you don't use your own money to make up for it, it's like you just took the money right out of the account then. That's exactly right, Tony. If you don't or can't supplement that amount, the 20% is considered a withdrawal and is subject to tax and penalties if you're younger than 59 and a half. In this example, that would mean the IRS would return the $40,000 your employer withheld to you in the next tax season less any taxes and penalties on that. So finally, there's one more factor really to consider too, if you're exploring your rollover options, and it applies to both your 401k plans and IRAs. You can only take one indirect withdrawal from either, you know, from either in any given 12 month period. So a better option might be, you know, to perform a direct, what we call a trustee to trustee rollover. You know, tread carefully if you're considering an indirect rollover, because missteps can be costly and you really need to make sure that you hit all the time frames at, at exactly the right time. Yeah, and it sounds like it can get complicated, but that's why you're here to help us with this, Corey. And I know you help your clients and have helped a lot of listeners in the past with this. Now, our time is just about up for this first segment. We do have to take a quick break, but before we take the break, Corey, is there anything else you want to add? Yeah, Tony, you know, preparing for retirement, it's a, an important part of your financial process. If you'd like what, you, what you've heard today, be sure to go to our website at safeharboroh.com. And, or you can also head over to our radio page and catch, you know, catch the rest of the show. One of the things we really want to do is help you prepare for the retirement that you've worked so hard for. And really the best way to get started with that is to give us a call at 614-760-0670. Just reference the radio show. We'll set you up with a complimentary, no obligation meeting with me. And we can talk about your, you know, how to roll over some of your IRA or 401k money or just start the process of building your financial plan. Again, that phone number is 614-760-0670. Do you ever feel like you need a retirement toolkit to help navigate your retirement? Retirement can be scary, but it doesn't have to be. With our Retirement Income Toolkit, you can get the information you need to help secure your retirement. This toolkit provides valuable information on income planning, asset allocation, tax planning, legacy planning, and more. Receive your Retirement Income Toolkit from Safe Harbor Retirement Group now by going to safeharboroh.com or by calling us at 614-760-0670. 
Welcome back to Financially Fit Radio. My name is Corey Sickles from Safe Harbor Retirement Group and Wealth Advisors. If at any point during the show you want to learn more information, feel free to give us a call at 614-760-0670 or visit us online at safeharboroh.com. And while you're at our website, feel free to head on over to our radio page, check out past shows, and subscribe to our show on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, or Spotify. That will ensure you're always kept up to date with our latest episodes. Now today, we have been discussing some common mistakes when it comes to your 401k plans. Now in this segment, we're going to look at how to ensure your 401k account stays with you. If you've ever spent an afternoon wondering what happened to the $20 in your wallet, did you stop at the store, go to lunch? Did your spouse take it and forget to tell you? You might not you know, believe this statistic, but Americans lost track of more than $7.7 billion worth of their retirement savings alone in 2015 by accidentally and unknowingly abandoning their 401k, according to a February 2018 article from USA Today. Wow. So $7.7 billion? Uh, that's billion with a B, right? That's correct, Tony. And wow. it's likely to continue. You know, with people changing jobs more often, the Bureau of Labor Statistics reports that people born between 57 and 64 held an average of 11.9 jobs from ages 18 to 50. So it's surprisingly easy to lose track of an old 401k account. And while companies may try to fulfill their obligation of tracking you down, that isn't always easy either. You may have moved or changed, your, or even you know your name um, might have changed due to a, to a marriage or divorce as well. Yeah, that's true. It would not be a good idea to forget about that retirement account. Obviously, right? You know, lost accounts means lost retirement income for you and less money for your beneficiaries. So you can avoid this problem by rolling your 401k into a new 401k if that's an option or into an you know in, or to you know really into your own individual IRA uh, retirement account which is what I would recommend. So if you don't want to leave your 401k with your old employer, make sure that they have that updated contact information for you and continue to track your account's performance. So these techniques really can help you track, you know, keep, you know, you can really keep track of your accounts. But what happens if you, you know, aren't around to look for them? How would your beneficiaries find these accounts? You know, consolidation of accounts may certainly help, but there also are online tools like our generational vault where you can store all the important documents digitally and, and have access to them 24 hours, seven days a week. And you can even also give access, you know, to your beneficiaries if that's something you want to do as well. Yeah, and I think that's something that a lot of people would probably want to do. Uh, but remind our listeners what that generational vault is again. Yeah, Tony, you know, just um, the generational vault really allows you to store all of your important documents in a safe and secure cloud-based portal that you can access 24 hours, seven days a week. We provide this to all of our clients, just so everyone does know that. Now with this tool, you can store as many documents as you want in, 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 in an account that's completely secure. And since you might not be the only person who needs access to this information, the vault allows you to manage data authorizations that give you your loved ones access to your medical directives, power of attorney, other important information when it matters most, maybe even old 401k account statements if that's what you wanna put in there. But Generational Vault also helps to provide your peace of mind about your financial information through its reliable document storage. 
It's a perfect place to keep any number of you know, documents, including but are not limited to wills and trust, powers of, you know, of attorney, medical information or directives, investment statements, insurance policies, or any other documents of family significance. The generational vaults, is, it's a valuable resource for your financial life. And again, we provide that to all of our clients here at Safe Harbor Retirement Group and Wealth Advisors. Right. And I think that's a really valuable resource. But looking back at the 401k mistakes, what's another common one that people out there are making? Well, you know, Tony, we mentioned rolling over your own 401k when you change jobs. But if you are starting a new job that offers a 401k, rolling over your old 401k into your new one can be a good move, but not always. So you may have more control over your, you know, over an IRA than a 401k. You know, with an employer-sponsored plan like a 401k, you know, you typically choose how you want to allocate your money between several pre-selected investments. If you don't like those investments, there's not much you can do. So you really can't control what investment options are, you know, there for you. In contrast, an IRA allows you to choose from a large selection of investment options. If investing worries you, you can always seek the help of a financial service professional like us where we can assist you. But the most important part is, is by rolling it over into your own IRA, you, you, you actually have complete control of how you want to invest those funds. Wow. Okay. So uh, I think that's really, really important. How do you decide between doing it yourself and choosing a professional then? Well, you know, the, you know, the key is to find the balance between independence and professional assistance, right? That works best for you at a price you're willing to pay. Again, you know, you often have more control. You usually have the option for a Roth IRA as well. While a traditional IRA gives you the chance to put aside funds before the government takes out taxes, you still must pay taxes when you take the money out. With a Roth IRA, and we've discussed this on previous shows, you know, you pay the taxes up front, but then your growth and withdrawals are tax-free, you know, for the rest of your life as well. Wow, okay. Uh, either way, you're gonna get some type of tax advantage then. That's, that's exactly a good point, Tony. While a potential tax advantage source of income in retirement sounds good, remember these two things before rolling over an existing 401k can make a you know conversion to it. You can, you can also make a conversion to a Roth IRA. Now you're gonna have to pay your income taxes on the full amount you convert into your Roth. And depending on your current and future tax rates, a Roth IRA you know, conversion might not be the, be the option that fits your needs so you may need additional benefits based upon you know, upcoming life events. Now, depending on what your future has in store for you, IRAs and 401k plans offer different benefits. For instance, first time home buyers can take $10,000 distribution from an IRA account without a penalty. There's no such exemption for withdrawals from a 401k. Conversely, many 401k plans offer loans that enable you to avoid taxes and early withdrawal penalties, which IRAs don't allow. Now, discussing your, your, you know, everyone's situation is unique. With a financial service professional like myself, we can really help you assess your options with a multitude of investment options available to you within your own IRA. It can be difficult to know which suits your specific situation. That's why, you, you know, you come in, sit down with me, and we put together a, a, you know, a plan based upon your unique situation. Today, we've been talking about 401k plans and some mistakes and questions that can impact your 401k. Now, we're gonna look at some of the differences between two types of retirement savings plans. 
Our source today is a June 2019 Investopedia.com article, The Differences Between a 401k and 403b Plan. What are the differences between these two plans? Where do these names come from? How can they be utilized to improve your retirement savings? Well, these are all important questions, obviously. So, Corey, where do we start? Let's start with how these plans, you know, got their names. These plans are named after sections of the tax code 401k and the 403b. Now, each of these plans are qualified tax advantage retirement options that are offered by employers. The major difference between the plans is the type of employer that offers the product. 401k plans are offered by private for private companies. On the other hand, government employers and nonprofit organizations are the only ones able to offer 403 plans. So let's look at each product individually. All right. So uh, is one of the plans more common than the other? I would assume it's 401ks, right? Yeah. You know, Tony, in my experience, 401k plans are the more common of the two types. But these plans are employer sponsored and provide employees with the opportunity to take tax deferred con you know, contributions. These contributions come out of the employer's paycheck directly before taxes are deducted. Many employers also offer matching or non-elective contributions to the 401k on behalf of their employees. Some also offer features like you know, profit sharing as well. Any earnings are tax deferred, meaning they'll only be taxed as income when they're distributed from your 401k. Distributions are taxed like ordinary income. And who can have a 403b plan? Well, yeah, that's a great question, Tony. You know, 403 plans are for employees of public schools, tax-exempt organizations, and some specific ministers, you know, among others. This means that if you're a teacher, a public school administrator, government employee, a nurse, doctor, or librarian, you may have this type of retirement vehicle. You know, funds in 403B can be invested in both annuities and mutual funds. Some of these 403B plans allows you you know, allows for a shorter vesting period or may even permit immediate vesting options. Now, as explained in the Investopedia article, one important difference is that the 403B plans cannot involve profit sharing from an employer. This is, this is really because nonprofit organizations and government agencies are not designed to create and realize profit. 401, 401k plans and 403B plans have differences in how they're, you know, comply with regulations in the Employee Retirement Income Security Act, which oversees qualified tax deferred retirement investments. So those investments include 401ks as well as 403bs. Well, wow, Corey, there certainly is a lot to consider then when it comes to 401ks and 403b retirement plans. I mean, that's that's true, Tony. You know, the details and complications of financial products are one reason I highly recommend you know, that many of our listeners out there, you really need to work with a financial service professional like myself when considering managing and withdrawing from any retirement account. You need to make sure that you're going to do it right. We're here to really help you and to guide you to make sure you're making the right decision, you know, with your retirement money. Yeah, that's key. Well, as usual, our time has just flown by. We're out of time for today's show. Is there anything else you want to add before we go? Yeah, Tony, you know, if you like what you heard today, you know, our listeners out there like what, what they heard today, go to our website at safeharboroh.com and you can head on over to our radio page, check out past shows. You know, at Safe Harbor Retirement Group and Wealth Advisors, you know, we provide you with information to help make sound decisions and build a retirement on a solid foundation. If you have any questions about today's show or comments, please do not hesitate to give us a call. 
That phone number is 614-760-0670. Or just give us a call again at 614-760-0670 and set up a complimentary no obligation meeting with me. We can review your current unique situation and provide a retirement plan that's going to benefit you. Join us again for another episode of Financially Fit Radio. Take care and we'll see you next time. Thank you for listening to Financially Fit Radio. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, contact Corey Sickles at Safe Harbor Retirement Group. Call 614-760-0670 or visit their website at financiallyfitoh.com. Corey Sickles and Safe Harbor Retirement Group are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency. All matters discussed during this show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation.